welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Rick. Hello, Jesse. And no, we're not talking to Rick Jones, the improbably omnipresent person in the Marvel Universe. I could be Rick Jones. I could be Rick Jones. I don't know. I'm both like I'm both like sick at I'm both sickened by Rick Jones and and awe with how people just tie him into everything. But you see, if I was Rick Jones, I could just spend the entire issue just name dropping. You could. I could, I could talk about you know. Hey, one time I was I was sidekick for the Hulk. You know that? No. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that one time I was the body for uh, Doctor Marvel? And and this one time, and this one time, um, at 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 superhero camp, I was Captain America's uh, uh, best boy. Yep, and I got immediately taken off of the mission because I was too bad at fighting. <laughs> and and this one time, and this one time, I think I was I think I was a herald of Galactus, but you know, so was everybody else. <laughs> Aunt May was herald of Galactus, so I mean, it's not really. Not really a thing anymore. Not really a big thing, honestly. But uh, but we but uh, Rick has a podcast called uh, Unpacking the Power of the Power Pack. We talked about that podcast a bit in the uh, Mass Master uh, episode, where I think we pretty much just said that Jack was dead weight on the team and he wasn't needed, and that hurt my feelings. It made me sad. It would be better for just the Power Pack sisters. I'm not going to disagree, but Jack is the color commentator. I mean, he brings the color commentating to the the, the entire podcast, to to the entire book. It's fantastic. Mm, I don't know. I I just don't like him that much, so. Teach his own, teach his own. He grows on you. Um, speaking of people who grows on you, in this week, in this week, we have a special theme. It's not by name, but it's by occupation. And this is the Conqueror and Warlords Week. This today, we're going to be talking about Odin. Yes! Odin! The All-Father. The Woden. The the, the father of crows. The wanderer. The the one-eyed king. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Anthony Hopkins, yes. Anthony Hopkins, yes. Sometimes, sometimes uh, Tom Hiddleston pretending to be Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Sometimes Anthony Hopkins pretending to be Tom Middleton pretending to be Anthony Hopkins, which was choice pretty good like (laughs) real good good. (laughs) yeah (laughs) what do you know about him um well i know i know i know a bit i know a bit i've done my fair share of reading of thor stuff i've also done my fair share of reading of neil gaiman but since we are in marvel universe land i'm gonna leave the neil gaiman stuff to the side and say that odin as depicted in marvel comics is um is seen as the all-father, is the father of, of Thor. He is the stepfather of Loki. He is the husband of Hela. And he is the king of, of uh, Asgard. 
And I think this is, if we're focusing just on the 1983, we aren't going to get into too much other stuff, but he is, he's kind of a pretty big, big conqueror, big warrior guy. Is because Odin, at least in this time, had uh, made, made the, uh, made the, the deed with mm-hmm. Gaia, who is the mother of most pantheons, in the, at least the uh, Marvel Universe. Going by different names, of course. Yeah. Um, that means Thor is almost everyone's uncle. That's a god. It's yeah. great. I love it. It's a thing that I have to remind. Even to the point, to the point that even Thanos is Thor's nephew. <laughs> so, <laughs> a thing I need to point out each time, because I just think it's really great that th- Thor could just be the uncle to everyone. That's got to be a bit of a bummer for him, because that's uh, if, if he's everybody's uncle, that, that really limits his dating pool. Yeah, he he can't date any gods, pretty much, because it's just like... Well, he had a... Th- he had a thing for a while with um, Lady Sif. She's technically not of Odin. Uh, I think. Am I thinking of? No. But whatever. I just wanted to bring that up because <laughs> so, I think it's great because you can tie because you could tie everyone into being Thor's nephew or niece, pretty much, or half brother. As long as the as long as it doesn't include, um, you know, Jane Foster or most of the females on on Midgard, we're good. Zeus is uh, Thor's half brother, so that means that Thor and Hercules are semi related. His nephew uh, again, step nephew, I think. Somewhere step there. nephew, yeah. uh, close enough. Whatever. They, but it's just saying. Yeah. Everyone's Thor's nephew or niece. But uh, but who is not Thor's nephew or niece? Odin. Odin. His father. I am saying he's a conqueror because, because for the most part, the Norse myths are his, is his backstory. So yes. most of that stuff happened. So, like, down to the point where Hela is nephew, is the, um, his is the daughter of is the daughter of Loki and Sleipnir was still birthed by his son. Right. After doinking, doinking the best mayor in the, I mean, stallion in the world. <laughs> God, I love mythology. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it so much. Um, he is believed to be a fictional character mm-hmm. to people on earth. Um, his occupation is monarch of Asgard. Yes. So, I don't know. He also goes by like All Father, Woden, Wotan, Wolf, the Wanderer, Atamari, and uh, Infinity. He too bad he didn't also have the title of the Big Cheese because I think he could have wore that very well, especially in the costume he's wearing now. I need to send you a picture. So he first showed up in uh, Journey into Mystery. Uh. Issue number 85, Trapped by Loki, God of Mischief, in uh, October 1962. Um, And this had five stories in it. Um, So, Thor the Mighty, Trapped by Loki, the God of Mischief. Um, He basically just goes to Earth and just uh, pick on Thor. Like, you know, like he does. And then there's just a regular, just a regular ass story with words. 
the clock, which was an isolated mountain clockmaker who, who lives alone, falls ill. Who will save him? I don't know. Maybe Thor. Because he's coming up in the next story. Part, <laughs> part two. <laughs> Thor the Mighty. The Vengeance of Loki. Loki challenges Thor to battle. And he realizes he can't beat his half-brother in combat, so he hypnotizes him into doing his bidding. Because Loki. Yep. Um, then there's Philbert's Frightful Future. Uh, Ferbert, oh, Philbert, sorry. Philbert's Frightful Future. Philbert Phelps has a time machine, and he's not afraid to use it. Well, yeah. Yep. He's seen Back to the Future. And then um, Off Limits, Planet 6G, was off limits to space travelers. But why? No, no, I'm serious. Why? I, I, I don't know either. Also, I want to know who saves this ill clockmaker who lives in the mountain. I'm, I'm going to say that Filbert did. Now, Filbert, he has, he's not afraid to use it no. to go back in time and to save this person. We're still talking about his time machine, right? And I don't know. Well, I mean, why was 6G off limits? Like, tell me, please. Like, I, maybe I wanted to go. I was at... There's got to be a joke in there with 6Gs. Because that's where all the G money is? I don't know. I was on planet 5G. Oh, no, everybody's in 5G. And 4G, and 4G, you can get that, you can get there with your cell phone with 4G, so... Yeah, I like, and like, everyone's just like, don't go to 6G, but it's just like, it's right there. Well, why do I need to just go to 7G? Like, come on, Why? Oh, you know why. You know. I mean, it doesn't tell me why. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's stuff like that. Like, I actually kind of want to buy, like, the... Like, I don't know if there's just, like, the full issues, uh, like, um, collected of, like, Journey to Mystery and stuff like that, where it's, like, all the stories. Because I kind of want to collect those. Some of this stuff is now on Marvel Unlimited, which is fantastic because then you know you you're, it's not the full books of course but at least you're going to get some of the stories and what was what was the number on that one again the first one with odin the first oh 80 wait sorry wait 85 85 oh yeah yeah is it the is full on, story it is, there is all it, of them there let's see here it is in here at least turning to mystery 85 and because I want to, because I want to know why six G was off limits. Nope, nope, nope. See, see that's <sighs> see that's the problem. I think that's one of the why. Like, I don't want to get floppies though. I don't want to get floppies, but at the same time, I want to know who Stroom is. Stroom, who we talked about before. He sounded like it even says it on the cover. Of this, you know, take these other journeys into mystery in this great issue of Philbert's frightful future and off limits. I want to know this too. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why I want like a, just a collection of like the full issue. I'm sure that I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Also, another thing that's really hard to find, uh, the 2000, 2001 space odyssey comic written by Jack Kirby. Can't find a collection of it anywhere. You can get the <sighs> individual ones. I want to just get a collection of it because that's where, um, uh, machine man came from and also it gets buck wild because that's nothing to do with the movie basically it's just like there's a monolith and guess what i'm jack kirby so i'm doing stuff yeah okay now i need to find that myself yeah if you want to read the 
I think it's like issue six or so of 2001 Space Odyssey is when Machine Man shows up. But speaking of speaking of people who <laughs> yeah, definitely went on an odyssey. Well, you were mentioning, I mean, the picture that we've got is of Walt Simonson. And I think that probably one of the first great Thor runs was Walt Simonson's. And not only for a good Thor run, but also some great stories with Odin in it as well. Yeah, well, um, Simonson did definitely did a lot with the uh, the myths and stuff in a fun way. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something that I've mm-hmm. admitted before. Before I got into comics, when I was like, before I got super into comics, I was super in Norse mythology, mm-hmm. and something about the way they do Thor in the comics and weave weave the stuff together. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I like the myths better, so I'm just gonna not read it. <laughs> I I can understand. I can completely understand. That being said, I do like the I do like the current run of Thor a lot. If you haven't read it, I would suggest. I think the first two. Uh, well, by the time this comes out, the first three would be out. Yeah, I've I've I'm back a little ways on on the Thor run. I'm still on the uh, Jane Foster Thor run right now, which is um, great. I still love that run. Well, one of the things is is like he still cannot wield wield Mjolnir. So basically, um, and Asgard is not like up and running. So like Odin is just being like, okay, bring me hammer shaped stuff. I'll put a thing on it, but it won't be as strong as Mjolnir. And it's basically him just like being like, I broke all the hammers again. And be like, stop it. And the run that I'm reading right now, Odin is is portrayed as almost the villain in the piece. Well, we'll we'll get to we'll get to some of that actually. Yeah. But we need to start actually talking about yeah. Odin. So yeah. we're we're weaving um, around it. <laughs> yeah. So um he was born ages ago as a member of the race of gods that would be called the Asgardians or the Aesir. He's the grandson of Burley, the first uh as the first of the Asgardian race, who is uh said to emerge from underneath the ice uh of the extra-dimensional realm of Niflheim. Burry sire, sired boar who took his wife Bestia from uh from one of the race of the frost giants and they had three sons Vili, V, and Odin. And also I don't think they did not put the most interesting thing here. Burry was birthed whenever a gigantic cow was licking an ice block, basically. <laughs> so that's a thing. I I love North mythology so much. The good the good news is is uh you know with the uh science you know being put to the side nowadays we may be getting the good old fashioned mythology back. Right. <laughs> it's well, I sad. Mean, unfortunately, unfortunately though, the people who are like super into North mythology that are also white are really racist and awful, which. Makes it hard to want to be like, yeah, North mythology is cool. Oh, wait, racist, racist assholes wear Mjolnir? No, we, no, we do not no. need to bring, we do not need to install into the, the far right the idea of Vikings and warriors. And, oh, no, we, uh, no, we've already had that. They're called Odinists. They've been around for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awful. But, um, so... 
basically, uh, Odin, Vili, and V constructed most of the uh, cosmos after after uh, the the basically the Ur giant, like the first giant, was killed, and they used it used his corpse to basically make the cosmos. So. Um, the blood was the oceans. This corpse became the land. Something, something else. Forget all time, of it. Give me that old time religion. And then eventually, like you know, they had the uh, Idrisil, which was like the which all nine roots basically held together the nine realms. We living on Midgard. Also, he lost his eye because he was just like, "Yo, fates." Fates. I want to know everything. And he was just like, give me your give me your eye. And he was just like, sure. That was the trade that he got in order to know everything he had to give up one of his eyes. And he knows everything, including his own death. And because of that, he's a giant a-hole who messes with everyone's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, like, most of his stuff actually is related to mythology. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to skip most of that, but let's just say that um, he gets involved with like the Celestials and stuff like that. Because he is a space pirate. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so let's just kind of talk about Odin as, as a, uh, let's talk about the myths. Yeah. And stuff. I think my, one of my favorite ones is whenever he was just like, I need to get behind that door, but it's guarded by this giant, uh, this, this giant's daughter. And he was just like, hey, my wife taught me enough of her fancy veneer magic for me to completely abuse it. I'm going to transform myself into a giant and seduce her, but like stay here for way too long and fall in love and have an illegitimate child with her. Hey, you know, if you're a giant god that knows everything, you, you know, you know everything, including your own death. You just have to tell your wife, I'm sorry, honey, but I knew this was bound to happen. I was supposed to, you know, be, I was supposed to sleep with this woman. Yeah. I tried that one time with my wife and uh, I, no, it didn't work. No, no. <laughs> it, it turns out it doesn't work if you're not in ancient mythology. <laughs> Yeah, I might take that right back. I never tried that with my wife because I like my stuff too much and I like my house too much. So I did never try that with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the things that I think is pretty interesting is, um, they kind of, they kind of commodify Odin's magic by calling it Odin's power in the Marvel in the Marvel books. They do a lot of that with a lot of his stuff. It, it, if it has something to do with Odin, it's they, they preface it with Odin. Odin sleep. Odin magic. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, he's just real forgetful, so he has to label everything. It's like, this is mine, and I do this. <laughs> Odin sleep. Okay, that's what I do. I sleep, apparently. I sleep for a long, long time. He he kind of shows up a little bit more as a villain. I think one of the best ways he shows up as kind of not a great father is um, it was actually beginning of Walt Simonson's run of Thor, where um, where basically uh, Thor gets beat up real bad and he drops Mjolnir somewhere and Beta Ray Bill picks it up and he's just like, "Hey, you buff guy with the hammer." He uh, it he he's in a weird position, and he says, 
well, you know, he's he picked it up, so I guess, you know, you and Thor can fight it out. Oh, you won the fight? This is even before. No, this is before then. Like, it's just like, hey, we need to, we need all our people here. Thor, get up here. And he just, like, disappeared. Beta Ray Bill. And, it, and like, Thor's just like, no! Father, why'd you do that? That's not me. I look nothing like this horse demon cyclops. I mean, well, cybernetic to, person. To be fair, to be fair, he called up Thor. And at that time, because, because Beta Ray Bill was holding Mjolnir, he was Thor. <laughs> It's it's Odin's own fault. Odin should have should have specified. I need my son. I need Odin's son. No, he said I need Thor. Well, but sorry, Thor's not Thor right now. One of also one of my things, and this is just kind of a gripe, honestly, with the early Thor. I really hated that he had to have a super like a like a secret identity as Donald Blake the entire time. I'm just like, you know, I know that's because. I really just disliked it. As a person looking back onto him, just like, this is more just a plot convenience thing than anything. Yeah, it was a plot convenience. It was a way that they needed to bring Thor down to Earth. They needed to make him humble. And how are you going to make him humble? Well, half the time you have to be this human. And yeah, it's... And you have to be hobbled. Yes. So you have to have this cane. Yeah. Well... You also need to carry something around that can turn into a hammer. And, uh, sure, Kane, fine. Hey, but it's still, still better disguised than Clark Kent. Well, I like it when he was uh, Jarl Seeger-son or whatever, where he was basically just Thor with some glasses. And he, with a ponytail. That was awesome. And he, he was as buff as a building. And he carried, he carried around a duffel bag with his hammer in it. It was just like I want that. Also, another thing I need to point out that whole that whole thing we talked about Melody, um, the uh, Enchantress's no Lorelai. Sorry, Lorelei. she was going yes. undercover as Melody, um, but Lorelai. She was just her whole thing was just like I like Thor. I'm going to make him fall in love with me, and she was pretty much replaced with a sentient piece of wood that got the job done immediately. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're bad at your job. You're awful, aren't you? <laughs> just like, just like, yeah, it's great. I love it so much. I think probably the the best Odin fared in the comics that I've read, at least, was the run on Walt Simonson uh, that he did with where um, <sighs> Ragnarok is coming and they're fighting. Oh, I totally forgot who they're Suter? fighting. Suter, or yeah, no. I think they're fighting Suter, and 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 basically it's Odin versus Suter, and he's going toe to toe with him. That yeah. that's just amazing, awesome stuff. And it, it's pretty cool. Like uh, like a lot of the like as much as I like kind of I, I almost wish they almost went with like, their own version of the mythology and didn't weave their stuff in it. Like they could have just been like, well, it's almost the same, but this is different. Because all the stuff pretty much is there. Yeah. They just add in celestials and space stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. It's You need to add in the celestials. You need to add in the space stuff. You need to add in the Midgard stuff just to tie it in with the rest of the Marvel Universe. If you're going to have it separate on its own track, yeah, you can play around with the mythology and and... The um, mythos of us. I mean, if if you really want to look at it, look at what Neil Gaiman does with American Gods. That's where he just takes and plays around with 
that own mythology on its own. And he's making up the rules within his own little sandbox, and he doesn't have to worry about tying it into a greater universe. Speaking of American Gods, that is one of the, like, at least the first seasons, one of the best seasons of television. It's a fantastic. It is quite fantastic. I enjoy it. I enjoyed the book. I, I, I think the comic, the comic adaptation is fantastic as well. The TV show is, it's rough. It's good. I like it. It's so good. And I just really, I just really like how, uh, I just really like who they got to play Odin. I like who um, they got playing Odin. I like who they got playing Shadow. Um, there are certain scenes in that TV show that I remember distinctly from the book, and I was quite pleased how they pulled it off in the in the uh, oh, TV show. Man. It's so good. Okay, but speaking of, it, it's a version. It's a version of Odin. <laughs> yep. Well, Mister Wednesday, because Odin. Mister Wednesday. Yes. Because yes, Wednesday yes. is named after Odin, or when he was called. Uh, uh, Woden. Woden. Woden, yeah. So Woden turned got bastardized into Wednesday. And Thor's Thursday is Thor's Thor's Day. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I forget it's is Friday after Frigga? Or am I just extrapolating? I think it, I think it is. I do yes. believe so. So it's kind of weird how like because it's kind of weird how some of that stuff meshes in, but let's uh, talk about his his stuff. Um, so he is a nine six foot nine, and he can get bigger. Actually, wait, he has, oh, he's oh, he's a god. He's got a. Here, let me let me let me put out a little story about six foot nine. I work with a guy who um, he introduces himself as being five foot twenty three inches. <laughs> that's and he is <laughs> oh and he Ooh. is Ooh, how does he walk through doors he ducks under every door uh he weighs uh 650 okay he's a dense boy very dense yeah that that's has- that's that's odin weight that's odin weight yeah <laughs> i weigh 650 odin weight <laughs> my odin eyes are blue <laughs> I need, to, I need to try that. My wife, I'm not overweight, honey. It's just a little Odin weight. <laughs> um, he used to when he was young. He was blonde, but now he has white hair. Um, he's super strong. He can lift about sixty tons, <laughs> and it's presumably he was even stronger when he was younger. Yes. So, um, he has all the. He has all the physical attributes of a Asgardian male god. Um, so he's like really long livid. But he's not like a mortal per se. That's also another thing I really liked about um Norse mythology. They were all they were incredibly like tough and long livid, but they weren't immortal. They Nor- did die. Norse mythology though is a lot like Marvel Universe mythology in the sense that Oh, they died, but don't worry, they'll come back to life. Well, another <laughs> thing, too, is if you read most versions, I think Neil Gaiman does the best version of this. Either something is the best or the second best, there's nothing in between. No. I mean, after that, something is either the best or the second best. So it'd be like, I have the best hammer. I have the best thing. This is only second to this. It's just a lot of, um, hyperbole 
Let's say that. He's immune to all disease, resistant to conventional injury. He's about, uh, he's really endurant of a lot of things. He possesses vast energy, uh, energy powers of unknown nature. Uh, they're mat, they're, they're magical in their appearance and functions, and they can be employed in numerous por- purposes. Um, some of our, like, augmentation of physical strength and endurance. He can also do, he's, he's also, like, really good at, like, just doing buffs. Yeah. Like, a lot of the, like, really good, like, weapons are blessed by Odin. And I think the smartest, the, the man who is the smartest man in at least, uh, uh, North mythology, what is his name? Uh, I forget. I cannot help you on that yeah. one. Well, he, but he was, he was, uh, he was blessed. Uh, he was blessed by Odin when he, when Odin gave him some, some of the food of the gods and he gained all knowledge and he became the smartest being in the universe. So, like, you know, he was the person who was just like, hey, I'm gonna just grab this dwarf star. Okay, make it into a hammer. Cool. Hey, son. <laughs> you can do more things now. Now you can be... And if it breaks, don't worry, we'll get Peter Dinklage to fix it. I really wanted, I really wanted them to have Beta Ray Bill, but, like, there's no way they're gonna be... I... You saw Beta Ray Bill. Sorta. 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 Hey, you know what? We can always wait until uh, Avengers 4. I mean, half the universe gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't I would love to see Beta Ray Bill. I, the problem is, I don't know. No, the, the, they've been they were successful with the last Thor movie making realistically looking aliens. I think they could pull it off without it being silly. But it's it'll be a fine line. Yeah, it's a really fine line with Beta Ray Bill in the first place. Honestly, he, I, he, you know, looking at it from the outside, he is very silly. Once you read the story, you realize how awesome he is. He also can like teleport and make himself big in the sky and be like, "Hey, son, get over here! Teleport you right here." Oops, this is not my son. Oh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> he can't resurrect the dead, though. He can do a lot of stuff. He can heal. He can resurrect the dead by sending his son into hell to get the dead. He cannot resurrect the dead. He can delegate <laughs> someone to help him resurrect the dead. He cannot resurrect the dead. <laughs> he can delegate. <laughs> We've called this meeting to order so I can delegate the responsibility for bringing my friend Bob back to life. Thor, I want you to take a delegation in and sort this out with Hela. Meeting adjourned. One of the uh, once a year, he has to have his Odin sleep, ah. and then and then gets Odin awakened, <laughs> so he can have his Odin power. Does the Odin alarm clock wake him? Well, I mean, if he doesn't do this sleep for about a week a year, uh, every year, he gets Odin weakened, <laughs> <laughs> and that would be an Odin shame. <laughs> And, and, like, it kind of wanes the longer he's on Earth, so his Odin power, like, it's best in Asgard, not really best in other places. There, there's actually a uh, description, or there's there's a warning label on his on the Odin power. 
<laughs> prolonged exposure to Midgar has negative effects on Odin power. <clears throat> if you suffer from, if your Odin power causes you to be awake for more than two millennia, please see a doctor. <laughs> well, um, he is not omnipotent, or and he cannot create life from nothing. Um, no, travel. <laughs> no, he, he can, uses other women for that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he could travel. He cannot. Uh, he cannot travel through time unaided, read thoughts, teleport himself, move worlds. But he is one of the most powerful gods. But he's got a button for that. <laughs> he can do all of that stuff, but not himself. Not himself. He can. He, he's got objects. He's got. He he can put together the components to cause these things to happen. He has a son he can send into hell <laughs> with one L. <laughs> really, once you start, once you start looking at any kind of superhero, comic book, science fiction, mythology, once you just really take up that microscope to it and really look at it, gosh, this stuff is a little silly. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, really. really? Hmm. I never thought of that I never before. Thought of it. Yeah. So he has a uh, spear, which is Gunnir. Gungnir. Um, it's made of ur metal. It's like, you know, it's a spear. Whenever he throws it, it comes back. You know, because he does stuff like that. He also weir- wields a uh, scepter, which is Throngstok, which is a small mace. And it's also made of Uru. They don't like have powers their own. So if some if some poor Asgardian was just like, I'm gonna pick up this, I'm gonna pick up this uh this spear. It's not gonna like throw and come back. Well, if he picks up Odin's spear, the Odin anger will ensue, and somebody's gonna have to stand in the Odin corner for a while. He also wears uh dar- uh drop near or the Odin ring. <laughs> It As doesn't power stop. Of supremacy. It doesn't stop. <laughs> uh, the partic- so the properties of the ring is yet unknown, and the current whereabouts is also unknown. Okay. All right. So so he does have an Odin boat called Skip Baldnir, <laughs> which is which is like uh, it can go through the sea of space because space pirates. Exactly. Um, and also and also uh whenever he's not using it, he can just be like yoink and make it tiny and put it in his pocket. Is Odin pocket using using not pim particles but Odin particles. Yes. Really, <laughs> really Ant Man is using Odin particles. No 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 no. Ant Man's using pim particles. Odin's using Odin particles. There's a difference. Copyright. Copyright, man. If Odin buys a bunch of pen particles, does okay. it become Odin pen particles? No, Odin's using pen particles. But that'd be silly, because he why would he do that? He's got Odin particles. Use your own brand. Don't go off brand, man. Uh he what rides his uh his nephew, his eight legged horse, Slepnir. His nephew, Slepnir. He rides his nephew. Slepnir, the horse that has eight legs. Okay, I just want I I just want to go ahead and say it one more time. He rides his nephew. 
he does. Okay. It's a horse with eight legs that was birthed from Loki when when he was just like when Odin was being real stingy. This oh wait, this is actually my favorite one. I forgot to say this. So the reason why Odin has the best horse in the universe um is because they needed a master builder to build Asgard, to build the walls, to keep out the giants. And so they're just like, hey, master builder. You're really good at building stuff, right? Well, uh, I'll make you a deal if you can build this within three seasons. Uh, we'll pay you. If, if one minute over, we pay you nothing. And if they were getting real close, they're getting real like that master builder, pretty good. Reason why he had a really great horse. And uh, Loki was just like, hey, yo, yeah, what's up, Odin? I know how we can make this not happen. So he's just like, I'm the most beautiful mare in the universe. What's up? What's up, horse? Look at this. These haunches? Nay. You want them, don't you? And then his and then him and his uh his, his uh nephew slash mare. I'm now mean his his son slash mare was just like, hey, dad, dad I'm pregnant with the horse. And he's now he he he's one day late, so we don't have to pay for it. So, uh, also here's a horse. It's your nephew. It's pretty good. I I think I remember that story. I think Neil Gaiman did that uh, story in his uh, new collection of of uh, North mythology. North mythology, yes. I just I just love. I, and the thing is, it is actually canon, at least in uh, Marvel that that happened as well so <laughs> so awesome stuff <laughs> so he rides his nephew <laughs> his eight-legged horse his nephew Sletnir. Yep. um he also has uh moonen uh moonen and hugan yep who basically Those are uh, his crows yeah they're basically act as his spies mm-hmm. they kind of go throughout the realms looking at stuff and whisper in his ear right they're his little birds. Little bird, little bird, fly away, little bird. Haha, ha, I have sung on your show as well as mine. <laughs> um, he also has uh two he also has two intelligent wolves, Freaky and Geary. Okay. I think I remember so, that too. Yep, so so he has some good dogs, some some peep and tom crows who's who's a good doggies who's a good doggies they're probably just like hey we're smarter than you stop it but please pet behind my ears this feels great <laughs> where's your kick spot where's where's your odin spot odin kick spot where's your odin kick spot so yeah we're done talking about odin oh <laughs> yeah I, like he is both like in the long run he's kind of an awful person yeah but he's uh, but he's fun. He's a reason. He is. Um, he's a MacGuffin, if you will. He's he's there to set Thor on this path. He's there to fight the big fights that are b- above Thor. He's there to do the politics that are going to cause Thor and the rest rest of the Asgardians conflict and chaos. Uh, you know, when he's needed, he's in his Odin sleep. 
when he's not needed, he's pushing people around. When he's not needed, he's in his Odin awake. <laughs> he's a, he's in Odin awake mode. No, he, uh, Odin Odin is a is a good character for uh, a good character to move Thor from point A to point B in the story arcs. And yeah, I mean he's he's definitely Odin. Like I don't know what else to say. I mean, I like, you know, once once you put it down, he, he is the All Father God. If you make a story about him directly with no limitations on him, it's going to be kind of boring. I mean, the reason why we like Thor is because Thor's got a lot of power, but he's still there is still power that is greater than him, a la Odin, and so you know. The, the he's his love and care of mortals and his and his dualistic nature with being caring of mortals and also being one of the gods is what makes Thor interesting. You've got Odin who is just god and he's not as interesting. Well, another thing though, the one thing that I also kind of wished a little bit was put from the myths at least put a little bit more on Thor is I want him to be a little bit more Arrogant to the point where it defeat where he defeats himself. Early Thor was like that, and yes. part of the part of the character arc that he has gone through is to change out of it. Not to say that he hasn't had other times where they've brought that character trait back. And I think that having an arrogant Thor twenty four seven would get boring real fast. I think bringing it back in and and reexamining his arrogance every so often keeps helps keep the character fresh. But I see, I see like that makes sense as a character. But at the same time, I like the Hercules model where he is always getting in his own way because he just wants nothing but more love. I, I completely agree. And I think Hercules is fine for that reason. But I think that that's also the reason why Hercules has had a handful of miniseries and is always you know, just another member of the Avengers team and a second fiddle or, or a poor man's Thor on on many occasions because he's very much a one note character. He's fun. He's fantastic. He's fine, but he's not going to hold the drama. He's not going to hold the storyline as well as an ever changing or a more introspective Thor character. They do something that is they kind of work he works really well in the 2015-16 um run of hercules where he is basically like a street level hero that fights mythical creatures (laughs) and also if you want to see one of the most handsomely drawn male figures ever just look at that comic all right i will like he is so handsome in it i think i i think i still have in my collection uh like the 1980s hercules comic where it's in the future and it is kind of right out of barbarilla it is wow i'm i'm afraid to revisit it but well um well uh yeah i think hercules is he's I like Hercules a little bit more, honestly, but that's just because I, I like, because he's, he's way more openly, um, broken as a person. Sure. And very needy. 
And I'm just like, I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, let's get off that and we're done. So what do you right. plug? Um, well, at this point in time, we are about to release our eighth episode of Unpowered unpacking the power of power pack and we are going strong we're loving what we're doing we hopefully will have hopefully we'll do a couple of interviews sometime soon i've been reaching out to some of the creators of the power pack comic book and i'm hoping to set up some interviews with them but uh but yeah so i have a podcast called creepy critters where i talk about cryptids um I think by the time this comes out, the last episode will either be about a coffin horse that explodes when it dies, or a bunch of really sad cryptids that pretty much cry themselves to death when people look at them. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, fortnightly and everything, and I like doing it a lot, so... Mm-hmm. People should listen to it because I write flash fiction for the beginning part of it, and I'm slowly getting better at it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I if you'd like to see my little cryptid, my cat with four thumbs, you can nice. go to my Instagram at marvelous mooch. Um, I if you'd like to see the pictures of the people we're talking about, you can go to Hodgepod Group on Facebook or uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. And uh, please share and like the show and whatnot. Tell person, please. I'd like to grow a little bit more. And besides that, um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Bye. Bye.